Blog Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to the FWWC tonight. Sit back, relax, and let us take you on a fantastic ride. Ladies and gentlemen, the FWWC tonight starts in five. Four, three, two, one. Enjoy the ride. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen of the FWWC Universe. That's right, it is your blue brand general manager. Curtis Black here, uh, coming at you with episode 125 of the Russell Talk, or excuse me, of the FWWC tonight. It has been a very long day. I apologize. I was looking already at my plug here for for our sponsors, and I'm going to get to that here in a moment. But letting you all know it is going to be a big night. Uh, make sure you're tuning in now. Make sure you stay through all the way to the end. We are going to have a pick em here uh, taking place in the second half of the show. Uh, so keep that in mind. It's going to be a fun night. Uh, but before we get started, as we do every week, we obviously do want to go ahead and thank our sponsors, the Russell Talk Podcast with Joe and Renee. Um, another great episode, episode 263 last night, uh, Wrestling Revolution uh, with Jerry Bostic, founder of World Class Revolution, Inc. Um, obviously, there was supposed to be another guest, but due to some emergency issues, that person uh, had to bow out for the evening. But obviously, that did not stop the Russell Talk Podcast. Uh, saw another great showing uh, from um, the Rust Talk family, as well as FWWC superstars calling in last night in the second half. So make sure you check it out. Absolutely, absolutely great show. Um, I cannot recommend it enough. And and we're going to get uh, really kind of going pretty quickly here. But really, before we go any further, um, intern Timmy, if you could go ahead and hit that breaking news uh, sound effect for me, please. Intern Timmy. Okay, well, apparently in turn, there it is. All right, so I wanted to go ahead and announce this real quickly here uh, before I go ahead and bring uh, my co-host on the line. Um, I'm going to give a little bit away about the pay-per-view. Now, the rest of it's going to be covered before the end of the show, but I want to go ahead and allow uh, the Red Brain General Manager to, to think about something here, and maybe we can get an answer for him from him by the end of the show. Um and this this upcoming pay per view, as a few of you have heard the name come out, is it is going to be FWWC Apocalypse, um, and Blue's got a lot of interesting things stuff uh, things planned that we're going to hear as we uh, kind of get through the show. But the one thing, and I'm going to go ahead and bring him on so he can react as soon as I get finished here. Uh, but the one match I wanted to go ahead and bring up right off the top of the bat, it's going to be kind of special and and something we really haven't done in the FWWC before. And that is going to be a match that is actually going to determine which team is going to get an advantage coming into FWWC Survivor Series for the traditional Survivor Series match. So at FWWC Apocalypse, in an Apocalypse Trios cage match, 
think your hardcore cage match from Johnny Gargano versus Adam Cole, we are going to see representing the blue brand, Daniel Grimm, one half of the tag team champions, Big T, the FHC champion, and Tank Westbrook, the IC champion, facing off against three red competitors. And the winner of that match will have advantage moving into summer, or excuse me, into Survivor Series. So um, I know I've got Marcus on the line here. I'm going to go ahead and give him a chance to, uh, you know, maybe re- tell me what he thinks of the match. And then, you know, obviously thinking of those competitors here. But uh, Marcus, how are you doing tonight? Yo, I mean, hmm, this is a very interesting way to start the show. I didn't see this one coming, but, uh, you know, uh, I have the utmost confidence on my brand, so I'll be sure I'll have three of my top guys to go against, uh, you know, those three bums over on blue, and I'm, I'm pretty 100% confident we'll we'll get the win on this one. Oh, hey. I mean, regardless of who comes in, obviously, I, I think blue. I've got a stacked team on blue side, but you know, regardless of who's going to come out the win on on this, the the ultimate winner is going to be the fans. It's going to be a great match. Um, it's going to be an absolute insane match, and we're going to get to a, a few of what uh the other things we're going to see uh this Sunday here a little bit later. But we, like I said before, I brought Marcus on. We've got a lot to cover. Uh, we've got we're going to try to cover. And the keyword here being try <laughs> to cover Monday and Tuesday here in the next 25 minutes, uh, because at 8:30 we will be joined by a member of the board of directors, the Night Owl, uh, to go ahead and do the next round pick'em. So, uh, like I said, stay tuned. Lots of big stuff going on. Uh, but I am going to go ahead and kick it over to Marcus. I know. I'm going to go ahead and kind of preface this that uh, we've we've got some inclement weather going on. So if anybody hears anything loud crashing, you know it's, it's probably on our end, not yours. So so don't worry. Uh, but I am going to go ahead and throw it over to Marcus here, and and we'll get started. The first match we're going to get into tonight was a triple threat match between Funky Flex, Battle Cat, and Theory. Now originally it was supposed to be Funky Flex versus Battle Cat, but Theory, uh, you know, hit me up, and, you know, he saw a good opportunity to go against a couple of the top, uh, top stars on red. But, unfortunately, his efforts came up short, and our Warriors Heart champion on red brand, Funky Flex, came out with the win. He did, and, you know, Funky Funky's in an interesting position. You know, he's he's definitely had a lot to say over the last, you know, week or so uh, since, you know, other events occurred. Um, but obviously it's just kind of interesting to see where he's going to go. He's been holding that European championship high, um, and I feel he's been representing it very well. Um, but, but ultimately it's going to come down to this Sunday and, and what's going to happen uh, with that. You know, Little Euro is obviously beloved by, by quite a few people there on Red Brand. Um, so it's definitely going to be interesting to see, uh, you know, what shakes out there. Um, but with that, we'll go ahead and jump over to our first Blue Brand match here. Uh, we did start off the evening uh, seeing uh, what kind of turned into the – Maybe I won't say default rivalry, but definitely something we've been seeing a lot of, which is the Saviors of Funk facing off against La Familia. We did see that continued on Monday night where we saw DJZ facing off against Jimbo Slice, um, which did end in a double countout. We did not 
see, you know, a clear victor there, um, which, you know, really isn't surprising amongst those two. Um, and that kind of just seems to be the way that, you know, the SOF La Familia uh, situation's gone recently. There hasn't really, you know, been a clear winner or loser. Um, they just kind of seem to be trading blows back and forth. Well, it is something to keep an eye on, and, you know, I've noticed myself there's been a lot of SOF, lots of million bad blood going on, and, you know, it, it has been, it's been a lot of back and forth. And I got to say, you know, ever since the SOF came out with, you know, all these belts coming out of Universe Mania 6, I mean, six, I'm sorry, 5, <laughs> I mean, they, they've gotten the momentum, and, you know, I see in the promos, they're, they're being very cocky, but, you know, like I said, they've earned it, but it's going to be short-lived. That I can guarantee. Hey, hey, I mean, you're going to – one of them is competing, um, you know, the Sunday in the trios match. So, you know, keep that in mind. You could, We could see that continued uh, this Sunday. But uh, we'll go ahead, like I said, throw it back to you here. Um, we do have a few people on hold. I do want to let you guys know that, that I do see you here, and I am getting your information passed along. So uh, when we get to your matches, uh, we'll bring you on before the pick em. But, uh, Marcus, why don't you go ahead and get us to our next match? The next match we're going to get into is between Remy Ricks and Madman Joe. And Remy – I'm sorry. Remy Ricks did come out with a victory against Madman Joe. And as of lately, Remy Ricks has kind of been on a – I don't know – I wouldn't say a down spiral, but a lot of stuff's been going on, and he's been really locked in. And especially behind the scenes, Remy Ricks has really been letting everyone have it. You saw in the promo, he came for me. He's been going after Battle Cat. He's been going after Madman Joe. He just hasn't cared who he encounters. And regardless if it's against someone like me, I like that type of person who's not afraid of anyone, who's ready to step to anyone. So I got to say, the dude, the dude is staying consistent, and that's one of the best things I love about him. No, you're, you're 100% right, and that consistency is, is definitely something that is important here in the FWWC. You know, we can see people come in, you know, hard and fast and then burn out real, real quickly. So, you know, seeing them stick around, seeing them continue to put in the work, that that's definitely where, you know, you get your, you know, future major superstars of the FWWC. So, you know, and definitely intriguing uh, to see that continuing. Now, uh, jumping back over uh, to the blue brand here, we are going to go ahead and get into our next match, and and we will be going ahead and bringing on our, our first caller for the evening with this match. We did see uh, Tank Westbrook, the IC champion, facing off against JJ, the common man. Um, and ultimately, we did see Tank come out with the victory, um, kind of getting that momentum uh, before we get into uh, FWWC Apocalypse. Uh, and before, without any further ado, allow me to go ahead and bring on the Intercontinental Champion, uh, Tank Westbrook. Tank, how are you doing this evening? Good. How are you doing there, uh, Curtis Black? Uh, I'm doing good here. I've got Marcus here as well. But, uh, you know, as I mentioned before, uh, we brought you on. We did, you did have a match on Monday night against JJ, the common man. And uh, we did see you come out the victor here. Uh, like I said, you've, you've got some pretty big o- obstacles and opportunities uh, for yourself on Sunday. And we're going to kind of get in those matches. We can even talk about them now. Uh, but what should we expect from Tank Westbrook, uh, you know, looking forward from this weekend and into this Sunday? What you're expecting, we're going to see that I 
and I'm still the nicest person in the world to you. And ever since I came back, you have shed the light onto me and, and helped me succeed. You, you've given me the opportunities, and I have taken the ball and rolled with it. So I want to say thank you. But, you know, Tank, he, he's not going to back down. He has seen a little bit of a, a war going on, and he is here, and he will show up this Sunday at FWWC Apocalypse, and he's not going to back down from anything. And I will be walking out with my Intercontinental Championship still over my shoulder. Well, hey, Marcus, I'm going to go ahead and throw it over to you here. Any uh, questions for our Intercontinental Champion, uh, Tank Westbrook? Um, well, I will have to say, you know, despite all the, you know, accusations of, you know, kissing Curtis's ass or whatnot, and everyone thinking this right now is a paid advertisement, you're getting paid to talk so nice about him. What do you have to say to those that, that feel that you feel that you're kind of buddy-buddy with Curtis and that you're not really earning anything, you're just, you know, riding his coattails of friendship? You know, people can think and believe and do what they want to do. I can't change I can't change their mentality. I can only shed light that, you know what, if they only had just as half of the talent that I have, they would be where I'm at. I'm not going to argue with him because he's still holding their continental championship. He's proven uh, to be a very strong champion who represents that belt well and proudly for uh, the blue brand. So I, for one, am proud to have tank on the blue brand and and can't wait to see what happens on Sunday. Uh, But tank, as we do all of our guests who join us here on the FWWC tonight, any final thoughts or words for uh, the FWWC universe uh, leading into the Sunday? I want Marcus Mayhem. I want you to listen up right now. This goes for all the red brands. I want you to really strategically think about the three members that you're going to put up against me, Big T, and Daniel Grimm. The three of us will not back down. We're bringing the blue brand, and we will show up, and we're going to take down red brand. Come Survivor Series, we will get that advantage. So really think hard and long. I don't have to think long and hard. I got three people right now. And I'm going to tell you exactly who I pick. Let's hear it. Let's hear it then. All right. Here's the three people that I'm going to pit against these three. For Daniel Grimm, the person I'm going to pick, especially just for him, is a girl because he can't get any girls. The second is for Big T. And what I'm going to get Big T is any type of public event because he never shows up to it. And for Mr. Tank, Especially for you, I brought your biggest worst enemy, a hill, a treadmill. So I have all three of you figured out. I'm going to bring my best three so we prepare to lose. Mm. We'll see about that. Jokes, jokes, jokes. All right. Well, Tank, I do want to go ahead and thank you for joining us here tonight. Um, And I wish you the best of luck uh, this Sunday, and you have a great rest of your evening. You do the same. 
All right. Well, that was your Intercontinental Champion, uh, Tank Westbrook. And we are going to go ahead and continue right on here. Uh, we got about another 15 minutes to go before we are going to be kicking off with uh, the next, uh, I believe it is round seven, uh, Pick'em. Or I believe that's correct. It might be possibly round eight. Been a long day. Um, but anyways, I'm going to go ahead and throw it back to Marcus here. Let's go ahead and talk more about the uh, Red Brands. The next match we're going to get into, we're going to kind of uh, do a couple matches. The first match is going to be between Voorhees and the Enchantress. And these two, you know, I talked to Voorhees, and this is something that he's been asking for ever since the Enchantress got back. And these two ended up getting a double count out. But for someone like Voorhees, this this isn't going to be enough. See, he doesn't like ties. He doesn't believe in ties. He believes in pain and destruction and dismembering and all that other weird gross stuff he likes to do. So I'm sure he's going to want another crack at her to finish the job. I I mean, I wouldn't, I would definitely want to agree with that. Um, but I know, I know we have somebody who wants to, to give their feedback on this match. And, and I think he's going to hurt me if I keep him waiting any longer. Um, so without any further ado, allow me to go ahead and bring on the psychopath that Marcus Mayhem has working for him on the red brand. The one, the only Voorhees. Hi, Voorhees. Uh, what's up? <laughs> yep. Yeah, so uh, you you had a match. Uh, why don't you tell us about your match, Voorhees? My match didn't go as planned for the West. Because if it did, a lot of bloodshed would have been done. And she would have been sinking at the bottom of the lake. Okay, we're, we're going to have to speed this up because, like I said, we don't have a lot of time. Marcus, do you got any questions for Voorhees here before uh, before we keep moving on? Um, just know that if you try and dismember any red brand member, I'm gonna have to uh, I'm gonna have to find you. I'm just gonna have to throw that out there. Understood. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Well, uh, Voorhees, I'm gonna give you one last shot here uh, before we let you go, as we do all all members of the FWWC tonight. Um, any final thoughts for the FWWC universe before FWWC Apocalypse this Sunday? I will win my match this Sunday against Mr. James, and he will sink to the bottom of the lake. And Mr. Mayhem, I'm coming to visit you here real quickly. I want to talk you 
about something. And that's for your La Familia champions. He will see me soon as well. Okay. Um, you know, it, I think instead of coming to my house, maybe we should meet like uh, at a Denny's, maybe uh, uh, Applebee's. Uh, it's like one of those Craigslist. Yeah, like you don't go, yeah, I, you don't go somewhere that is there's not other people around. Yeah, just that's not smart. It's really not. No. Yeah, I, I think that's just being smart. Well, I think you said you had a couple of matches you were going to go through, so I'm going to let you go ahead and uh, run through a couple more. We are, like I said, we're running a little short on time here before we get started on the uh, pick-em. So why don't you run through a couple more of the Red Brands for us? Well, the last two matches was uh, between Mr. Bishop and Douglas James and the Outsiders going against the Fallen Souls, in which both of those matches ended up in a draw. Oh, I mean, it it definitely says something about the competitors, though, um, that we're we're continually seeing that that high and that caliber of of stuff. So, uh, congratulations to them. It's definitely uh, lots of interesting stuff going on in the red brand. I'm gonna go ahead and finish off or running through uh, the blue brand here. A really quick. Uh, we did see Allison Che Atticus uh, victorious over Fallen. Uh, we had Flying Jake Ryan uh, continuing his winning ways, pulling off a win over the FHC champion Big T. Uh, we had Hardcore Haas defeating King Jerobi uh, and uh, El Luchador to Kansas City uh, defeating Funky Flex, which, funnily enough, we will see some consequences to that uh, coming this Sunday, and, we're, and we'll get to that towards the end of the show. And then finally, uh, we did see for the first time since they've won the Unified Championship titles, uh, the Grim Reapers go down as both the Lovebirds and the Hefty Boys completed the tie over them. Um, lots of interesting stuff going on on Monday night, but we are going to go ahead and jump over to Tuesday night. Uh, we'll cover those matches and then we will be ready for the FWWC pick them. Uh, but, uh, as it is Tuesday night, we're going to go and start off with the blue brand. Uh, we did uh, first off see Nightmare Jones uh, pull off a win against El Luchador. Night- or, uh, El Luchador really feeling like he needs to you know, step up as a locker room leader uh, in the blue brand. And with Nightmare vowing to destroy blue from the inside, uh, Luchador felt he needed to step up. Unfortunately, in this case, we did see Nightmare uh, come off the victors. So uh, definitely interesting there. But uh, Marcus, why don't you go ahead and start us off for uh, the red brand on Tuesday? Well, one match we're going to get into is a match between the free agent, Ryan and Jake Ryan, and the Battle Cat. And I got to say, you know, with Jake Bryan getting another big victory against an established star like Battlecat, you know, tonight is it's possibly his night. I mean, since he's came back, he's gotten some big wins over some big competitors, and he's been very consistent with his wins. So I, I got to say, he's someone to look out for to pick him tonight because he's really, really earned it. I, I 100% agree. He, he's going to be very high, obviously, you know, after last week, the obviously Savior Saints there as well um, and, and Fallen. You know, we've got a lot of big names who, who've spent a lot of time um, on rosters, so it's going to be interesting to see what happens tonight along, like we said, uh, with Jake Ryan. Um, the next match, and I want to go ahead and I'm going to – 
got to jump briefly back to Monday night as I do realize I forgot one match and then we'll continue on here. But we the final match and the main event for Blue Brand on Monday night, we did see Hardcore Sis facing off against Guy and, and what you know a lot of people were calling a punishment match from, from the week prior. Um, and ultimately, in the end, we did see Guy choke out Hardcore Sis, causing her to pass out. And then disappearing when the lights go out, you know, typical, typical guy stuff. But, you know, we, we did see him come out the victor. He, he did definitely uh, made his impact Monday night. But then moving on to Tuesday, like you said, with Blue Brand, uh, we did also see uh, King Jerobi pull off a victory against Corbin Slater, uh, which does make, you know, for some interesting thinking, um, you know, if Slater is to retain and, you know, he somehow uh, is also going to have the IC championship post apocalypse as we are going to see you know Corbin Slater hardcore sis and tank involved in a triple threat winner takes all uh for the ICN legends championship you know where does that place King Jerobi post pay-per-view uh you, you know he he holds a win over Slater so lots of interesting things there as well uh leading into the pay-per-view but let me go ahead and throw it over to my partner here for our, our next Red Ram match well, the next notable match I'm going to get into, the last match I'm going to talk about, is the match between Bishop and the free agent Saint. And Bishop got a huge win over Saint. And, you know, afterwards, uh, you know, I talked to Saint, and, you know, he he respects Bishop as, you know, someone who's uh, well thought of in the group. And uh, he's pretty much saying this this isn't over with. He is not done with Bishop. He is looking forward to fighting him once more to get a little redemption. 100%. And, and I actually, uh, we do have um, one of the individuals involved in that match. And really, honestly, I think the person's opinion that we, that we really want to hear after that win. Uh, so without any further ado, allow me to go ahead and bring on uh, the one and only Bishop. Bishop, how are you doing this evening? Gentlemen, gentlemen, how y'all doing this evening? Yo, what's up? Yeah, definitely, definitely exciting night here. Uh, as we were mentioning before we brought you on, you uh, you did have a big match on Tuesday night, and you know, although it was against a free agent, you know, arguably he, he's one of the biggest free agents that we've seen in the FWWC, Savior Saint. Um, so, also, we would just kind of love to get your thoughts on the match and and what we've got going moving forward. Well, I gotta say, Savior Saint definitely took me to the limit in the match. You know, there is a reason why he is one half of the unified tag team champions. But you see, I came out with the W that night. And so anytime he wants to square up and dance again, my door is always open. And I'm looking forward to this Sunday night at Apocalypse to once again get another W on Savior Saint. Got all the respect in the world for him. But you see, I'm not going to hold back this Sunday. So save your saints. Be ready. All right, Marcus, any questions for uh, the bishop here? Oh, yeah, I do have a quick question. And, you know, we've discussed about you and Saint, but regarding you and your tag team partner, Matt and Joe, um, you know, where are you guys at in regards to these tag team titles? Well, we were unsuccessful. At SummerSlam, I'll admit that. But the thing about the Prophet the Madness is, is that it doesn't matter how many times we fall down, we just get back up and keep going. And you see, we still do have our sights set on those tag titles. And once again, when given the opportunity, POM is going to take it. 
So, hey, I mean, I definitely think there could be some some argument for that. Um, I've seen you guys in action, in tag action, both, you know, coming over to Blue Brand as, as well as what you've done on Red. So uh, I can only uh, say that I'm excited to see uh, what both you do singly as well as uh, your tag team. Uh, now, uh, with that being said, as we do all of our uh, superstars here uh, on the FWWC tonight, any final thoughts for the FWWC universe uh, prior to uh, Apocalypse and before we let you go? Final thoughts is that the Grim Reapers better keep their head on the swivel because we are coming back for those tag titles once again. And save your saints, I look forward to welcoming you to the Madhouse this Sunday night. And I'll see you soon and very soon. All right. Well, uh, definitely a man who knows how to get his point across and definitely a man who who makes it clear uh, what he feels and how he's feeling when he comes on the show. So thank you for joining us, Bishop. Uh, We are nearly there. I know Marcus said he had just covered the last last match he wanted to cover for Red. Um, For Blue, I do just want to go ahead and uh, mention one other uh, match here uh, as it is going to kind of play into what we're going to see this Sunday. Uh, We did see the KC Connection pull off a victory over the Hefty Boys, um, you know, definitely showing a very strong uh, tag division on uh, the blue brand, especially given that one half of of the tag team champions is currently on blue. Um, So like I said, that's all going to lead into the announcement at the end of the night. Basically, y'all are going to hear our, our match card uh, and, and know what you're going to have to look forward to this Sunday. Uh, but with that all being said here, we I will let you know we are just minutes away uh, from getting to the FWBC Pick'em. We are just waiting on our board of directors member, the Night Owl, to go ahead and join us, and we will get started. But uh, really, before we go any further, I do want to go ahead and again thank our sponsor, Z Wrestle Talk Podcast, with Joe and Renee. Like I said uh, earlier, another fantastic episode last night. They had Jerry Bostic online, again, founder of World Class Revolution, Inc. Uh, it was, again, episode 263. If you're looking on uh, the uh, Stitcher app or anywhere else you get your podcast. The final thing I will mention is that I believe is coming up next week. They're going to have Wow's Luchadora Serpentine and Evolves Fred Yehi joining them. Uh, that's with, uh, And that's WOW Women of Wrestling. And uh, that is actually owned by Jeannie Buss, who is also uh, one of the o- Laker owners as well. So uh, definitely some big names uh, that have been on and will be coming on uh, to Russell Talk Podcast. So make sure you're tuning in every week. Um, one of my favorite wrestling podcasts but I make sure if I can't catch it live uh, to definitely catch one of the replays during the week. It, it's one of the better, uh, better analysis and, and better, um, my opinion, podcast when it comes to wrestling. So uh, make sure you're checking it out. Also make sure you check out wrestletalkpodcast.com uh, for more information on the FWWC, as well as where you can get your very own engraved, Russell Talk Podcast with Joe and Renee Mug. Um, I know anybody that was at the, this last Universe Mania saw me with mine. Um, they're awesome. They're super high quality. I, I can't recommend them more. Um, but uh, while we wait for the Night Owl to go ahead and get on here, I'll go ahead and throw it over to you. Marcus, any thoughts uh, You know, coming out of this week? Like I said, we're, we're uh, a few days away from our the first ever FWWC you know, designed pay-per-view uh what are your thoughts on on what's coming up you know it's 
it's kind of exciting. I mean, because it's it's historic for the FWWC, and it's you know a big step in the direction that we as a group want to do, and that's you know coming into our own. It's constantly evolving, growing. So this is just another step on our way to you know achieving that goal that we have set in front of us as a group. Yeah, I 100% agree, and and you know some of it as well. You know, maybe involves stepping out of our comfort zones a little bit. Um, you know, just as somebody who's been been working on this, you know, kind of behind the scenes over the last really month or so. Um, you know, you don't maybe realize how much work it's going to be to to come up with a concept and and kind of get everything to to work in conjunction. But um, I'm really excited uh, on what we've got to bring you guys here soon. Um, I'm really excited for you guys to see it on Sunday, and I think it's going to be a great show, and and I'm really excited to to go from there. Uh, We do have one more caller uh, that I'm going to go ahead and bring on. Uh, They're on hold. We weren't able to get them on uh, when we discussed one of their matches because they weren't quite on with us at that point. Uh, But we're going to go ahead and bring them on. We'll chat with them here a little bit like I said while we wait for uh the night owl to join us but without any further ado allow me to go ahead and bring on one half of the prophets of madness madman joe madman joe how are you doing this evening madman joe are you with us now did you scare him off again i hey I didn't do anything to scare him off. I was I was just I was talking to him. I was excited to to get his thoughts on on what was coming up. But but apparently that is not me. So um, I am gonna have uh, intern Timmy go ahead and see if he can reach out uh, to the night owl and, and see if we can get an update on on when we should expect him here. Um, but uh, Marcus, uh, do you have anything you would like to go ahead and maybe throw out there or announce? Uh, like I said, maybe we can start announcing some things uh, for this Sunday uh, while we wait for the night out. You know, I'm kind of keeping the cards somewhat under wraps. Um, there is one match that's, that's going to be very interesting, and that is uh, the match that Voorhees alluded to, and that's between him and Douglas James. Now, this match is a special one. It is, you know, a match at, you know, Crystal Lake. And, you know, I don't understand why Douglas James decided he would want to accept a match like that. I mean, you're literally on Voorhees' stomping grounds, but, you know, as Douglas James is, he's, he just doesn't think things through. He just he just do things. So we're going to see if he comes out with all his limbs um, after Apocalypse and, you know, our prayers go out to Douglas James. I'm... I'm not gonna lie. I'm a little concerned for him. You know, I've I've tagged with Douglas in the past. Uh, people may not, you know, think highly of him, but I I have a you know pretty good opinion of him. I'm worried about the dude though. Like you're you're specifically choosing to go to Crystal Lake and meet Voorhees, who's seriously one of the dudes who you know scares scares me the most in the FWWC because he literally talks about pulling out people's spines and severing limbs and like terrifying shit. So like, I don't know, Douglas, I, I hope you have like a stun gun with you or like mace or a machete a or a flamethrower or, or a rocket launcher. I mean, I'm, I'm escalating here. You know, I start, start low and go high. Yeah. 
comedy works its way up. But you get what I'm saying. Like you, you better have something than just your fists and your arms, because I've seen you, Douglas. I I don't think that's gonna work. Just just saying. Um, but but definitely something interesting happening there. And then I will go ahead and I'm I'm not 100 sure, percent sure if I'm gonna announce everything tonight, but there are definitely some matches that I do want to announce that, that are going to be uh, definitely some interesting stuff we're going to be seeing going on. So first off, as I kind of alluded to, uh, we, we've got a very strong uh, tag division over on Blue Brand right now. And so uh, we actually have two matches that are going to go on to, to help determine uh, what happens uh, with the tag belts come Hell in a Cell, as they are going to be defended on the Blue Brand uh, before we get to FWBC's Survivor Series, uh, where we already know we have some uh, some competitors waiting uh, from the Red Brand. Um, but with that being said, we are going to see two matches taking place, the first of which is going to be a tag team turmoil match. Uh, that winner will face the Grim Reapers at Hell in a Cell, guaranteed. And that will be one of the four, four following teams, Kings of War, the Hefty Boys, the KC Connection, and trucking nightmares. So, um, you know, lots of big names are going to be in that match. Um, but with that being said, we're going to have a second match going on. And that match is specifically going to see the Grim Reapers facing off against the returning bad bitches. And if they bad bitches can pull off a victory and beat the Grim Reapers this Sunday, they will join the tag title match at Hell in a Cell, making it a triple threat. Um, so lots of moving parts here, but definitely going to make for some interesting, interesting stuff uh, coming up at Hell in a Cell. So I'm very, very excited uh, to see what those teams can put together. But um, as it stands now, we are still waiting to hear uh, from the Night Owl. Uh, so I, again, um, I'm just going to go ahead and thank everybody for joining us. First off, um, we did go ahead and discuss, you know, all of Monday, our uh, Monday night challenges and Tuesday night challenges, uh, a little bit ago as we were expecting to, to have the pick them by now, but, uh, thank you all for joining us. Um, do you want to real quickly again, thank our sponsors, the Russ talk podcast with Joe and Renee. If you missed our show last night, make sure you check it out on YouTube or their Facebook page. Uh, but we're just kind of kind of waiting at the moment i'm trying to get a confirmation from intern timmy on what's going on here um but marcus why don't you go ahead and take it here for a second while i uh, try to get to the bottom of this oh of course you know the light out is going to kind of stone a little bit because he knows that the second he gets on his ass is high so you know this is to be expected from the night out you know, this is why someone like El Mata should be the one who's running the pickups because he's prompt, he's on time, he's a man of integrity, and obviously someone like the Night Owl just does not care to take care of business. It's it's sad. And it, it proves my point once again. I mean, it's frustrating because, like, I want to disagree with you right now, but, but here we are sitting here in kind of, you know, not great circumstances at the moment. So um, to, to say I'm not frustrated is a, it would be a little bit of a lie, but I also understand things come up. So um, I've, I've, I know we've got intern Timmy here. We've, we've got him uh, working to get a hold of, of the night out and see if we can get this going here. Um, but um, I do want to go ahead and I'm, I'm going to mention a couple more matches here. I'm trying to, to get a little discussion and maybe we can bring on a few of the other people we've still got on hold here and 
maybe we try Madman Joe one more time. But um, as I alluded to earlier in the night, we did see on Monday night um, a luchador to Kansas City defeat Funky Flex. Um, and, and after the match, a luchador seemed to have, have gotten a little bit of a, a bigger head on him. Uh, he, uh, you know, was touting about how he had, you know, defeated uh, Funky Flex. He had de- defeated the Warriors Heart Champion. And honestly, rightfully so. He, he had done that. Um, but with that, you know, Funky had, had gotten a little upset about that, feeling, you know, you know, everybody can pull off a victory here or there. Uh, so to settle this in a way that you that you know it's not going to be a fluke victory and that, you know, whoever walks out of this match is going to walk out scarred, this Sunday at FWWC Apocalypse, we will see the Warriors Heart Champion and European Champion Funky Flex stepping in the ring with a luchador to Kansas City in an Inferno match. Now... Obviously, if you are unaware of the rules of the Inferno match, the winner is the first person to set their opponent on fire. Um, Funky has has had enough with El Luchador's ego. He's had enough with with his, uh, you know, seeming that he's better than Funky, and he demanded this match. And you know, said Apocalypse. Obviously, anything can happen. We are going to go ahead and do it. So this Sunday, we will see Funky Flex and El Luchador stepping in an Inferno match. You know, this sounds like some type of match that Voorhees would want to do. But you know, this this just this doesn't surprise me. I mean, El Luchador gets some type of confident win. Now he thinks he's like you know the god of wrestling. Everyone knows he's the biggest turd in wrestling. But, you know, I I have my utmost faith in the Funky Flex, and I know he's going to pull through and get another win for us. So, you know, I'm not sweating it. But um, moving on, uh, there is another match I do want to talk about. It's a very big match. And as some of you have heard uh, the big news by Funky Flex, um, we did have the United States Championship match between Theory and Robert. And uh, Funky Flex broke the news yesterday that he will be cashing in his golden ticket to insert himself into the match, making it a triple threat match. So what are your thoughts on that? Um, well, first of all, Paul, and I know I at least I wasn't able to get my pick in yet, um, so I don't know where we're at for promo of the week. Um, but I have to say, you know, the promo, first of all, I just want to take a second and, and give some, some props to Funky on his unveiling of that he was going to cash in and making that triple threat. I thought it was really cool. Um, very interesting way to do things, I'll, I'll say that. Uh, but but making this a triple threat and, and seeing the individuals that's going to be involved, um, it's it's going to be interesting. Um, it's going to be uh, seeing Theory and Funky in the the same ring, um, you know, without even adding a third person is is something that is honestly, you know, Universe Mania worthy. Uh, so the fact that we're going to see this taking place on, on a pay per view like Apocalypse, you know, the fir- the first of its kind, um, is definitely going to help uh, make a a big name for for the FWPC for the pay per view. And and if Funky can pull off the win and and walk out. A triple champion holding United States, uh, the European, and the Warriors Heart Champion. Then, I mean that that's impressive stuff, and and I can't wait to see what happens there. Um, you know, Funky's quest to you know 
pretty much holds every belt there is known to man. I mean, it's it's going in good form. Um, we have some other things we need to get into, but I'm going to kind of wait because I don't want to go and just, you know, throw my hand out. I know we're both kind of, you know, playing the, you know, I'm not going to give too much. I'll just give you a little taste of what's going on so we don't kind of give each other the edge. So, you know, this Sunday, is, it is going to be fun and interesting, and I really hope that everyone, you know, tunes in and watches this historic night. Uh, 100%. I, I think it's, you know, we're going to see something from the FWWC that we, we haven't ever seen before. Um, and that's our own, you know, custom pay-per-view. Um, and uh, it's going to be really exciting. Um, I I can't stress it enough. Be there. Let's, uh, you know, let's see. I'm, I'm just, And this is partially out to our superstars as well. Let's see a good turnout from you guys when it comes to, to role play. Um, you know, I, I personally uh, want to put a new emphasis on that. I don't know about Marcus, but, you know, maybe we do start bringing back role play of the week if we really feel something's grabbed us, you know, in a match. Uh, but I definitely think, you know, let's, let's get out there. Let's, let's be out there in mass. You know, I know it's a pay-per-view. I know people are going to want to watch, but Hey, you know, talk, pull up, pull out your phone and, and type up in role play, you know, it's a three hour show. There's, there's plenty of time to get some good stuff in uh, before the end. So um, let's, let's make this something to remember for the FWWC. It's, it's our opportunity now to, to set our own names uh, in the history of this group. So um, to all the competitors out there, they're going to be involved in matches to, to everybody that's involved in, and get everything set up from the posters and, and, you know, you guys calling in tonight and, and obviously uh, the people, you know, handling scores and, and the like this Sunday, um, you know, just thanks to everybody. And, and I can't wait to see everybody this Sunday, uh, make sure we're getting out there. Uh, we're still kind of stuck. Um, obviously, you know, I, I know uh, intern Timmy is, is, you know, pleading desperately trying to get an update for us. Uh, this may have to wait a week. Um, I'm hoping that's not the case. Um, because obviously, uh, there are some things going on and some free agents that are, that are going to, uh, potentially see themselves involved in some action this Sunday. And, and I know they'd like to, to find homes, but, uh, that's where we're at right now. We're obviously, uh, waiting for, uh, for more information. So, uh, obviously as soon as we have an update, we'll get to you guys here, but we are getting to, we're down right now to the last 15 minutes of the show. If. We hear from the night owls and that the show may be extended until we're able to finish the pick uh, But But as it stands right now, uh, we've, we've got about 15 minutes left of the show. So um, we'll go ahead and cover a few more things. I've got maybe one or two more matches uh, that I'll go ahead and discuss. One specifically I'm going to discuss because your boss has, has kind of already spilled the beans on it. Uh, so it might as well go ahead and address it. Um, and that is obviously uh, the challenge that came down uh, from none other than El Moderatus uh, early this morning, and it was a challenge directed towards myself. Um, that challenge obviously being uh, that El Mata, uh, you know, thanks you for your service, Marcus, but uh, only wants to face the best when it comes to the hardcore championship or, or any match he's involved in. Um, and so this Sunday I will be stepping in the ring. Uh, there's, there's no mystery boxes to stop it this time. Uh, I'll be stepping in the ring with El Moderatus. And if I am able to pull off the victory, um, 
I will go to Survivor Series and I will take the Hardcore Championship away from him. Um, I know I'm sure you have your own thoughts and opinions on this, Marcus. So I'm going to go ahead and, and let you chime in here and we can talk. But but obviously, uh, you know, again, another huge match that would be fit for a big four pay-per-view uh, that we are seeing take place on the first, uh, you know, specific FWWC pay-per-view uh, occurring for the group. You know what, man? I I myself I might as well just try and get myself in the title match. Everyone else gets title matches. You know what? I'm gonna put myself in the title match. But it's not gonna be now. You know, I thought about it and I know, I know, you know, I I took that opportunity away from you at Universe Mania Five, which was one of the highlights of my existence. And now we have another opportunity for you. And not because you said something. It's because you were called out. So that's that's not your fault. But, geez, I'm thinking maybe maybe I should get in on some title action because, you know, we both, you know, have that itch to compete. You know, we both know where we are in FWWC, you know, history and lore or whatnot. So, you know, I see why why not. Hey, I I'm sure whatever you're gonna go for, it's it's gonna add to to the credibility of it. But what I will say is, and I learned this the hard way back at SummerSlam, and there was some people that were wondering, you know, why do you deserve that spot? Why do you deserve to to challenge for for a championship as you're the GM? Uh, like you said, now maybe it's maybe it's the the right time for me now. Maybe it wasn't the right time for me at SummerSlam because I w- was maybe abusing my authority and putting myself in that position. But I have been called out, and like you said, that's different. And I plan on taking my opportunity that's presented itself, and I plan on running with it. So um, it's going to be exciting to see what happens. I'm excited to see what you do. But just, again, be prepared for the blowback if you decide to just throw yourself in a title match. I know you don't care, but it's going to be there. Um, wow. But, hey, I'm just saying. Just saying. Wow, you I, know I me so well. You know I don't care. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I I know you don't give a shit about blowback, but I, I thought I needed to mention it one way or another. But um, with that being said, I mean, that that's really kind of covered – at least all the matches I specifically want to go over with on blue, I will be announcing uh, the remainder of the card a little bit later this weekend. Uh, like I said, there's a lot of still big surprises in store, uh, a lot of really interesting uh, matchups that we're going to see. Uh, Marcus, you have anything else you'd like to go over here? Um, and then I do see we possibly have one more caller. I'm going to go ahead and see if he wants to come on or if he's just listening. Uh, but uh, anything else you'd like to go ahead and discuss about FWC Apocalypse before uh, we get to the end of the evening here? Oh, no. You know, I just feel that the card that, you know, I put together is is a nice, solid card. Um, you know, I wanted to kind of save some of my – um, title matches and everything else for Hell in the Cell. So, um, you know, we decided to try and come up with some some new ideas and then get ready for Hell in the Cell and bring out the big guns. 
Well, it, it's going to definitely be uh, an interesting build here. Like I said, um, you know, we've, we've got Apocalypse. We have Hell in a Cell. But obviously what's lurking above all of this is FWBC Survivor Series, which is only a few uh, few months away as well. Um, so, I, you know, I, I keep trying to stall here, but, you know, we really don't have a lot more to go over. Um, let me go ahead and reach out to the individual that we've got on hold. Just make sure I'm not missing anybody else. Nope. Just that one individual, so let me see if he wants to come on, um, and um, if he does, we'll talk to him for a little bit, and then we will probably go ahead and get on out of here and, and maybe push back the pick one week, and we'll, we'll see what the effects of FWBC Apocalypse are uh, before we get going, but it does sound like the individual wants to come on, so without any further ado, allow me to bring on the one and only... Douglas James. Douglas, how are you doing this evening? Curtis, what? I'm doing wonderful. How are you doing? GM Mayhem, how are you doing? What a pleasant surprise. Douglas James decides to finally call in and not just be Douglas James listening. Hey, you know what? I like you guys to smell my breath sometimes. That's uh, not pleasant. Well, yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Um, you know, we, we've been talking, and I know you just, you know, called in a little bit ago here. We talked about most tonight about FWBC Apocalypse and, and how we've got, you know, quite a bit, a few big things. You know, Marcus has announced that we're going to see Borges uh, taking on yourself at Camp Crystal Lake. So I, I just have to ask, and, you know, I, I posited the theory. You know, I've, I've tagged with you before. I have a decent amount of experience working with you. What are you thinking? You know, um, when I first when I first heard about this match, I didn't quite know what to expect. I didn't know what was going to happen. I've never been to to Camp Crystal Lake. I've never been to camp in my life. I don't camp. I'm Douglas James. I have way more fun things to do than camp. But you know, Voorhees he always talks about pain and destruction, and the only pain that's going to happen to Douglas to Douglas James. Wow, I can't even tell who I am or who my opponent is. <laughs> the only pain that's going to happen to Voorhees is when I shove that shish kebab, that's a word he can't even spell, I'm going to shove that shish kebab straight up his butt at Camp Crystal Lake. That's the only pain that that's going to be there. And you know what? He always talks about destruction and bloodshed and all this scary stuff. And I heard you say earlier that Voorhees likes to sever people up in pieces, and the way it talks about severing people and destroying people, the only thing that's going to be severed is Voorhees' titties out of Colin's mouth. You heard that? Oh. What? Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Did I just hear Douglas James, old Bible about Douglas James, say titties? (laughs) This, uh, this is this is a crazy. This is, this is historic. This you is, heard this it is from on the record. You heard it from the this horse's mouth. Episode one. He T I T T. How do you spell titties? Oh Lord! Don't say a word <laughs> you can't pronounce. Like don't don't be that guy. I should just ask Big T. That's what the T stands for, right? Big Titty. <laughs> <laughs> he 
Big T, if you're listening, if you wow. look dictionary under the letter T, you'll see Big T and Big Titties. I'm proud of you, Douglas. <laughs> like this is this is the this is the most like snappy I've heard you. Like this is great. I love it. I mean, this this was you all. You should the time. hear him. You should hear him behind the scenes in the backstage. You oh, should hear boy. this man go. Honestly, I'm surprised nobody's booted me out of backstage yet. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we can't. We can't I, do that. We, yeah. we need you. There's only a couple people who can do that, and they and they see your value. So, um, with that being, uh, so nice. I know, right? Um, with that being said, though, uh, we're getting getting here to the end. So, uh, any final thoughts for the FWBC universe before we let you go here, uh, Douglas James? You know, uh, I really thought going into my match with Bishop last Monday that I had the upper hand. I really thought I was going to be able to come in there and, you know, uh, make some moves in the right direction. But uh, unfortunately, Bishop is like three times my size. And uh, our match ended in a draw, um, which is okay. I mean, at least I didn't lose. Um, I'd rather I'd rather draw than lose. Um, but I can tell Bishop this: next time we meet face to face, I'm gonna be more prepared. I'm gonna be more ready, and he's gonna have to bring his A game. Uh, otherwise, uh, he's gonna end up on the losing side. And I know he doesn't always like to do that. Nobody likes to lose. Everybody likes to win. But uh, Bishop, next time I see you, man, you're going down. That's all I gotta say to you. All right. Well, I I gotta say, strong, strong showing uh, from Douglas James. Uh, you know, definitely a lot to say, and and I definitely am intrigued to see what happens uh, at Camp Crystal Lake. I'm I'm still a little horrified for his possibilities because if Bishop is three times his size, I mean, you know, me and you, Marcus, we've met Voorhees. That man is scary in like all sorts of reasons. Like he's a scary um, dude. Yes, there's some reasons I'd rather not get into. I right. Mean, um, <laughs> there was that one time uh, we met Voorhees at esports, and uh, you know he snuck up on me and tried to scare me, and uh, it didn't work. So in a fit of rage, he uh, turned around and he farted on my wings, and I had to toss him in. Oh. Not, miss that. not cool, Voorhees. Not that? cool. Yeah. How did I Straight miss up, farted wow. on my wings. They, wow. They, they smelled they like warm hot dog water. Did not like it at oh, all. That's rude. That is rude. Wow. All right. Yeah, literally well, turned the wings green. All right. Well, um, I know we haven't had an official tally here, um, but I, I've already kind of talked about um, our favorite promos of the week. So I'm going to go ahead and have intern Timmy uh, go ahead and hit the music. And then I'm going to go ahead and give uh, Marcus a chance to talk about his favorite promo of the week. And I'll talk about mine. Um, and then we can obviously announce an official uh, promo of the week uh, winner here uh, over the next couple of days. But uh, one moment here, intern Timmy for the music, please. And Margaret, do you want to go ahead and share your uh, favorite promo of the week with us? Um, 
Well, like you alluded to earlier, I think it is Mr. Funky Flex. And, excuse me, the reason why I say it is because of, of course, the shock factor of cashing in uh, only less than a week before a pay-per-view to go for the United States Championship. And also because, uh, you know, his tribute to those who, you know, lost their lives on 9-11 and everything else, which, you know, I got to give big props to that of, you know, keeping those people in, you know, his thoughts and prayers. No, 100%. And it's it's not, you know, it's not a side of Funky that we've seen a lot lately, but it's the side that I think everybody kind of fell in love with. If you go back to NXT, uh, to the UXT days, um, and you see, you know, that reign of Funky and, you know, the crowd was behind him, you know, 90% of that time he was NXT, our UXC champ. Wow. So what getting laid on me. Uh, but, you know, 90% of that time he had the crowd behind him and they, they could not. And this was that same funky is what I, is, at least that's how I feel. Uh, we saw a glimpse back in time to, to who, uh, you know, we, we had back then. And, and I'm excited to see what's going to happen. You know, he is, you know, somebody who's definitely grown as a competitor, but if he can grab that, that little bit of that spark that he had, uh, you know, just a, a few short years ago and, and add it to what he's got now, we're, we're going to see something really, really amazing. So um, I feel comfortable saying it now since we kind of are both in agreement. Obviously, if this changes here over the next couple of days, then, then we'll put out an official announcement. But it does sound like this week's promo of the week is going to go out uh, to Funky Flex. So uh, with that being said, um, unfortunately, we have not heard from the Night Owl. So um, as of now, I would like to say that the plan is we are going to go ahead and attempt to do the podcast next week. Um, it would be September 19th, and during that podcast, um, we're hoping to get the pick them done. Hopefully, whether this was technical issues or scheduling or whatever happened, we can get that squared away um, and get it done here. Uh, but one last time before we go, I do want to thank our sponsors, the WrestleTalk Podcast with Joe and Renee. Again, make sure you check out their episode last night, and also remember that coming up next week, let me get back to my notes here, uh, Women of Wrestling, Luchador, Serpentine, and Evolves, Fred Yehi are going to join uh, uh, Joe and Renee. Um, that WOW Women of Wrestling is uh, owned by Jeannie Bus, one of the Lakers owners. Um, like I said, uh, big things and big names coming to the FW, or, uh, excuse me, to the Rest Talk podcast with Joe and Renee. Uh, make sure you check it out and check it out live if you can, but always uh, catch your replays if you can't. Um, but again, on behalf of Marcus Mayhem, I am Curtis Black. No, excuse me. Whew. I want to thank you all for joining us this evening. It's been a wonderful, wonderful night. Great callers. And I want to, again, thank, uh, invite you all to join us this coming Sunday, FWWC Apocalypse, the first of its kind in the FWWC, where our, our custom pay-per-view, and it's going to be an absolutely killer time. Be there. And with that, you all have an absolutely wonderful evening. Yes, Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. 
That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.